Yeah, we love them. Lake Noda. USDA National Games. Home of college tennis, where they will box you out. This is not even like... Yeah. You're right, you're right. Can't be passive-aggressive. No passive-aggressive. <laughs> no one likes that. Happy Friday, guys. Welcome into another show. Pure Tennis Podcast, episode number 52. Been a lot of fun to watch the action unfold in Europe on the clay courts, in college tennis, where we will be resuming the action in Lake Nona. I would say one of the worst things I saw this week was that Rafa video this week, though. On the downside of tennis for tennis fans, I don't know if you guys have seen it circulating it on hurts. the webs. It hurts. There was a video of Rafa at practice with his coaches, Carlos Moya and Mark Lopez. Rafa hunched over. Um, seemed to be bothered. Not a doctor, but it could have been an abdomen type injury. Yeah. Where he was folded over and just um, dropped his racket, and he looked like he was. And he, I think it looked like he called it quits for the day. And it's a bummer. Because so, the like, yeah. no French Open then. I mean, so I mean, you you think he's saving his? I I thought this whole time, you know, he's saving his body. He knows his body's needs more rest, and he he doesn't. He's not going to take any match play into into Roland Garros. And I was like, I was very. Um, hopeful, and I mean, I, I was actually on a phone call with the Bablot team yesterday, uh, talking about our team yellow tour, and they like uh, uh, they looked at me like, Nate, do you think he's gonna play? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, 100%. it's Rafa, hundred percent, it's Rafa. He's gonna put it out. He's gonna leave it out there. And then I saw that video yesterday, and I was like, It was pretty much right after that call, and I'm like, Oh no, because you know Rafa, like that's the, the thing. I, guys like him, they can't turn it down even in practice. He can't. So it's like, and I had and I had a, a friend of mine who's. Uh, from France, he takes he takes fans on these these tours of uh, like these exclusive tours of nice facilities and stuff. And they were in Madrid, and he saw Rafa practicing. And he took some videos and stuff. And I was like, even at a random practice court, you're ripping your abs he, apart. Yeah, he's shredding the ball. He's grunting. And it's like he can't. He doesn't yeah. have that fifty percent. Like just like get. He probably knows. He, I mean, probably he. I think it's like he knows where he has to practice at yep. to be at that level because you can't just. Practice at a lower level and then go bring it. I'll just yep. bring it. That's never been Rafa's mo. It's and he's always been a hundred percent, no matter if it's practice match play, match play. I mean, he doesn't have. I watched his practice matches at Western and Southern Indian Wells, and he just doesn't have a button that is that. I'm just gonna go seventy percent. I'm just gonna. And he doesn't like he. Some players like they can get in form. Losing a practice set doesn't mean anything to them. They just want to kind of find their rhythm. He wants to win those matches, and it's like that. In the end, people would always said that that was going to cost him, and it, I mean, well, you read sure, it. I guess they're right, but it took him 20 years to be right, and it made Rafa one of the greatest champions in, in sports. And well, it's 100%. Like, it's, he, you read his book, and he talks about it. He says that, like, he was not that good at athletic. He didn't, like, he played on the soccer team. If he doesn't practice at the level where he can dominate, and it's like at every, le- like, every single time he sets foot on the court, I think that he's, it's a fear thing. He says he's just more afraid of losing than he is of like trying to win. He wants to play at that highest level possible. And so and when you're that old, though, you got to dial it back and then save it for the matches. I don't think he can. I think he knows. I, it's, hard, it's a hard skill to learn. I think he knows where the the level of he's winning not, is. Because, yeah, you can't just program yourself to just, like, take it. Like, because he needs to trust his body that it's ready right. to go full bore. But here's a fun fact Friday for you. Fun facts. People born in 2005 are turning 18 this year and have yet to see a Rome final, which is a Masters 1000, one of the most hist- like historic events in tennis, have yet to see a Rome final without either Nadal or Novak Djokovic. 
So, in hey, pers- welcome. It, to put that in perspective, Arthur Arthur Fees and Coco Golf. Well, Arthur Fees was not born yet, and Coco was two months old. Wow. So I mean, these two have dominated this event that we're watching this week. And the, the like that that venue is magnificent. And shout out to Tennis Point in Italy, uh, Milano. I believe that it's the it's our compatriots in Milano who are uh, at the event. A beautiful storefront, Tennis Point store on on the grounds. Did you see the video I posted of our store there? I did. I like the low. I like the courts too. That they're just lower. Yes, everything's. Some of the view, some of the you viewing. You can see the town. Yeah, you, exactly. And you can see the statues and just like yeah. it's the co- the color of like the the stand. Everything looks it looks like Rome. It, yeah. it, it, like they built that facility like it's just on brand. I love it. And it, I guess I don't know if in prior yeah, years the I, did, I didn't. Help. Yeah, I don't know if in prior years I wasn't as tuned in to the to the venue and stuff. But it's like I've seen more people posting about it on social, especially. I mean, I saw Tommy Paul's girlfriend Paige Lorenzi was posting. And she was like just showing some of the behind the scenes. I'm like. That is a beautiful place, and it's like all the courts seem like they're like sitting in a pit. So like, I don't know. It just looks very. They, intimate. they, they all feel like they're sitting in a pit, and they all look like the chariot race from Ben Hur. Like they, <laughs> they have that look. The the weird part though is the the, the it's not been a very uh, crowded place this 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 past week or so. Like a lot of these big matches, it like, was crowded for the Fabio and Murray match, and they were nasty. That's true. That's true. That was a ridiculous they didn't match. Didn't want Murray. I mean that that rivalry has become. Yeah. I, we need to but before those two guys say goodbye to the tennis. One more. We need one more of those. Yeah. I mean that was amazing. That, I mean. Yeah, that was a good one. I think that like they held, they had a good handshake, but during the like they were yelling yelling at each other the whole match. I think they I think they almost I think Andy Murray almost made sure he had a good handshake just to kind of kill some of the drama that would have leaked over on social I mean he's just a smart guy you know he doesn't yeah. want to continue to see that kind of live on social media but then he couldn't help himself in the comments of the tennis tv instagram account well he was right I mean yeah, they, on the ball they, mark oh he's totally right <laughs> they showed it they zoomed up and you see the camera like and it went away because it's like you could see it's like a like a finger you, get a, caught, you get a finger in between that oh gosh and the, I but I mean as the line judge he can't overturn that can he like Clay after they've all like the guy calls it out, he walks out there and he's like, "I think it grazed across the line." You right. can see a finger length of like clay in between the ball mark. So what does he do then? Like, yeah, it's, he's supposed I, to overturn it, but yeah. he didn't overturn it. Why? That's a good question. I don't have the uh, the answer to it, but I, I I know Mo is one of the Muhammad is one of the best chair umpires in the world, and I know he's done a bunch of great matches, but. I think even Murray has a lot of respect for him, but in that case, I think Murray was was right. I, I do think. too. I, and Murray I, called him out, and it's like they need to figure out the, the clay court tennis. It's like it's bad optics. It's like don't show the Hawkeye on TV if they're not going to rely on it in in yeah. match play. Yeah. So don't just don't show it. So that, don't like, go film get, the divot. Like, you're, you're hurting our sport doing this. All yeah. right. Just so either go with Hawkeye and live with it not being a hundred percent true. Say oh it's ninety seven percent true. Live with it, or just go full ball mark and don't show the crowd any hot guy. Right, you're not you're not going to help the sport showing all oh, this umpire with like no yeah, because then we don't need then controversy then it's on, like that. Then it's on the umpire that he was wrong. Didn't didn't yeah. reverse his setting. Yep, but and then, I, and I don't really want to watch a chair umpire get out climb out of his chair and go down and watch and look for a little ball mark and see if there's a, a little piece of clay that was untouched between the white line and right. the ball. Right, I don't I don't need to see that. I just, yeah, it's, people are like everybody. Lo- I love a good 
lawn call dispute. No, I, I don't. No. I, I just want to watch tennis. Like, I do. I don't, I don't need to see that. No one likes a good lawn call dispute. I see people talking like, like I'm old fashioned. I love to see a good lawn call. Like, like no. is that what you love to see? Because yeah. I want to see these guys go out. It's like yeah. that didn't do anything for the tennis match. I didn't. I don't. I'm not gonna remember what matches had a great line call dispute. I can't stand them. It's just I, like what the. I can't stand it. it we got the me. technology to be better than that. Come on. Yeah. I did. It, I bo- it bothers me. I don't like it. I feel like both players. Play. Is this our sticky situation? Did, did we get to it early? Sticky situation. It's a sticky situation. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, it, I, we, we, we do, we should have the sticky situation, and maybe this is it. It feels um, like it's it because I'm fired up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. It's just like I can't I, I stand saw, it. Everybody on Twitter was like, "Man, nothing like a good getting that, like love scene," and like they're taking pictures. I'm like, "Okay, so the match just stopped just so we could." You yeah. have to call wrong still. Like, and it's still wrong. Yeah, come on. Like, and then you get the whistling in the crowd, and now everybody, like, are, why are they whistling? Are they whistling because they, they're they pissed off at the ump, or are they whistling because Andy Murray's losing his mind? But then I can't stand it because, like, the, for the next, feel like, next point or two, like, they're just stuck in this, like, like you're waiting for the next bad call. Yep. And it's like, okay, I mean, it, ha- it happened right after that. Fabio's, There's, like, Fabio's got two bad line calls, like, right after that. If we want the crowd to get engaged... Just open Those it up. Makeup call. Just open it up. Don't like. Yeah. Don't count on a line call dispute for the crowd to go like start whistling and right. booing and stuff. Like that's lame. That's yeah. lame. If we want to open it up and let fans get in, get involved and engaged into a match and have an impact on wins and losses for especially for a hometown guy like like Fabio, yeah, just fine. let him get fine. rowdy. Get let rowdy. let him get rowdy. Get I would love rowdy. to see that. I mean, that's that's good entertainment. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need a line call dispute to, to get fired. That's just that's lame. I mean, everybody was already fired up for that match. I think at the beginning, I was. I sent it to you when I saw the draw. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you did round one. Yep. They, the, these guys hate. They, they, they don't. Hate they're not good buddies. No, they hate. They're, <laughs> they're not, not buddies. friends. Anyway, so what? So in Rome, we've got at least. I think Novak's got a chance to redeem himself. What do you think? I mean, Etcheverry is like your tough. man. Dude, that's, your, that's, that's your, a breakout performer of the year. Break, one of them. He's, he's, in my, he's in one of my top guys. So, But I don't think that – I'm sorry. I, I hope Novak competes without the tape or arm yeah. sleeve that he had on. That just wasn't a good like, – it just like – I think it, it mentally tells your opponent that you're – you have a weakness right now. Yeah, and it gives I you that extra. Tells you that you have one too. Exactly, right? both, yeah. both ways. And I think it kind of it seems like there's like a chink in your armor, and like that you have somewhere that's a little bit vulnerable. And you get these young guys that are like, oh, like he's maybe he's not on his best. Maybe thing. I'm I can not come at him. Full Novak. Yeah, and it's like that's just. So if I was Novak, even if you are feeling it, maybe just leave that one at home. Maybe right. just yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with. Am you I over? There. Am I thinking too much on that? But it's no. like it, it just looked like a, a he was a wounded soldier going to battle. Yeah, and I feel like with these guys that all want the Novak scalp. Give yep. him any. You don't give him anything. Can't yep. go out there with the arm sleeve and be nursing something, even if it's just, you know, like helping you. I, I only trouble is though, it is actually helping him. Like yep. I just don't know. Like, compression. It could. Seems, it could be. Compression could be, yeah. seems to like take away. Yeah. Like naggy pain. And it's yeah. So some other other storylines that I think are, are names that I'm keeping an eye on on the ATP side. Seems that Cam Nori may be regaining his form. That was a guy that I was worried about who seemed to kind of be slipping. Um, but he's quickly taken two wins against Mueller. And then, um, actually, no, he had a bye first round. So he has yeah, one win. Yeah, yeah. He plays Fucevic in the next round, a guy that has also started to heat up with wins over Krajanovic in round one and then taking out Demonar all in straight sets. So I can't wait for that matchup. That'll, I think the winner of that will... A, nah, I, mean, I can't say. It. I can't say. It. I don't that's see. That's a tough. It. I think Novak still takes that. Yeah, that's a tough little bracket up there. It is. I think Novak comes out of that top quarter, um, 
bottom quarter, who do you got? I, so Felix just we just watched Watch the conclusion him. of that. Poppy Rin takes another another big name out of a big time event. So it seems like Poppy Rin's good for every 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 uh, few weeks. It's like Poppy Rin has a big result like this where he takes out one of these top players. He's just got the firepower to keep these guys. Um, yeah, can't like wrong Felix, footed. Felix, I just feel like is struggling. He has yet to have a clay court win this year. Yeah, which is a, a right? bit surprising. Dang. I believe so. Yeah, he lost a tough match in uh, in Madrid as well, third setter. Yeah, I'm that's drawing just, blank on who it was now. I mean, it's just for him right now. I'm I I feel like I'm just watching him because I he was one of the people I picked at the beginning of the year to kind of he was so dominant at the end of 2022. Yeah, he was, yeah. I thought he was going to take that next step, particularly at these big events. Yeah. Gotta but the Canadians, something. man, what's what, what's up with Shapovalov and, and Felix, man? These guys are these guys are supposed to be into their walking into their prime as like now, twenty four years old, twenty three years old. Yeah. And we're we're seeing these guys kind of slip up. Yeah, it's just that's rough, rough go. In the bottom half, so I you have Novak coming out of the top half. Com- or do you have, do you think there's anybody that can take out Novak? I mean, Holger can take him out, but like that's going to be later, and not not in his like initial bracket, right? But then, Hol- so Holger's going to take out. I think Holger takes out the young Arthur Fees, who we just talked about. Yeah, who that'll be a fun matchup though. That'd be a lot of athleticism, some young legs out there running. That's going to be some long exchanges on the clay courts. I do think Holger has a very favorable draw though. He's got yes. the winner of Fognini and Kachmanovic after that. That's tr- that's game. And then he's got the winner. I think I'm hoping man, Korda versus Safflin. Korda just coming back from injury. That's yeah. not a that's not a fun first matchup to have is Saf- Safflin is a clean ball striker. His sneaky power. Um I'm interested to see if he can get through that one and then he plays Popyrin who obviously has has the firepower. So uh, but I like Holger against either of those guys. He's just more dynamic, has more tools in the in the bag, um, and he's clay ready. He's yeah, and he's moving. I think he looks he looks healthy, and so I would love to see a Holger first Novak round of sixteen matchup. Me too. That would be. We saw that last year where Holger got him in the finals of uh, the Rolex Paris Masters, yep. where he took his first Masters Three title. Sets. Yeah, that was a really fun match. So I would love to see that matchup again. Um, as far as the bottom half goes. Who do you have coming out of the bottom? This, the these draws bottom. are so big, man. They're just huge. These draws are huge. You got Sinner walking I mean, through Kakanakis just now. We got, are we really got, got Bublik and, and Ben Shelton today. Bublik and Ben Shelton, that's that's an entertaining matchup. Yeah. Hercots and J.J. Wolf. that's going to be, I mean, obviously we follow that I think, one. Rusevori, like, Medvedev. To be honest, like, Hercots should, he should win that matchup in straight sets. He like, should. But I don't trust Hercots at all anymore. Like, I just, I, I can't JJ's trust him. first clay? He he won. He got his first. I think that was his first Masters 1000 clay court win. Okay. That he had in the first round. Big he, big week for JJ. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to kind of get some points. Um, just had he said a slower start to this swing. I think he if he finds some momentum here, we can see him. He's at, I think he's live ranking 54. Um, but this is a, a big matchup for JJ, and it's a matchup that JJ c- can win just because Hercotch is. He's afraid to step on the gas pedal. It, it seems to, in a lot of these matches, especially when you think he's gonna kind of grab a stranglehold and kind of show off his 135 serve and ability to move. And he, he just, he never, I don't know. I, I want to believe in Hercotch. I think he has the game to, to cause trouble, but I think that's a nice, if you're going to draw one of those top seeds for Wolf, I think that's kind of the guy you want to see. Yep. Yep. So I got, I mean, Carlos out of the bottom half. I think the, this is his first time playing Rome. I think that's a, an exciting um, 
just an ex- for him to he's, he's got, he's a got good so draw. much momentum and and you said what he's got, he's a, good got draw. a great draw. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Ramos Fanolas, his fellow Spaniard, Lahetka, yep. Torch, kind of scary, but I mean he's playing well right now. But Korch, yeah, Korch and, and and Carlos would be a good that was match. A great match. I, they just played. They, yep. That was a great. Yeah, match. it was. That's a good matchup. Um, I think Titsy Poss and oh San- Mazzetti and Arnaldi's that, that's that, that Arnaldi tweener shot that he hit against the tweener that he pulled that's off against one of your breakout dudes. Yep. Should Arnaldi- we do buy sell? We will. So I oh, sorry, we, sorry, we, sorry, no, sorry. we got to hit that. So I'm just gonna say my prediction is I'll, I'm gonna be boring this week, but I'm gonna take Carlos out of the bottom. I can't take Novak. He just hasn't. And out of the top, I'll take Holger. Holger versus Carlos, the two promising twenty year olds, and give me. Give me Holger for the title. I'm taking Holger for this title. I think Holger takes it. I think he's a little fresher. I think Carlos just has to be feeling it. If he's not physically fatigued, he's got to be a little bit mentally fatigued, no? It's like how many times can you go on these, especially these deep 10-day 10, 10 tournaments? I know. I would think it's just going to get to him, but he's, he's, he's young enough that it, we've seen the, we've seen the young, we've seen Novak do it when he was young. Rafa was doing it when he was young. So maybe some of these guys, they say, as these kids say, they are built different. They are built different. I think <laughs> I, I'm gonna like. I feel like it's gonna be Sinner. I Can, think Sinner's gonna come into the top. You know, one um, guy, one guy I'm interested about. Well, how do you feel about Taylor Fritz right here in this? He's got a, uh, Yannick Hoffman in the uh, his first matchup. That is not. A, that's a tricky matchup. Hoffman is. He's just tricky. To, his clay's is obviously his favorite surface, and Hoffman took Tommy Paul out about a, two weeks ago, I think, and I. I think Hoffman could take him out here early. Yeah, I I feel like that Fritz is kind of dangerous more than people think on the clay. He is. I, I that's I, I think he is. I think he's better than people think he is. But I think that's just a tough. Yeah. First, and I think I like Falkina out of that out of that quarter. And uh, Molchan Rublev, where are you going with ooh, that? Oh, that's a good. That'll matchup. be a good match. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I knew it. Give me, give me Molchan. <laughs> Give me Malchan. What about Gofan and uh, Zverev? You love that one too. I'm the uh, yeah. Give David, me. I need David Gofan. David Godfin. Grind him. Let's go, Godfin. Godfin's gonna grind. We we really. I think tennis. We need Sasha to start picking it up a little bit. Yeah, we do. We need Sasha. So, I'll take Holger over Carlos for the title. Who do you got? I got Sinner and Alcaraz. I'm hoping for Sinner Alcaraz in the final. Oh, I like Sinner's got to get Sinner's, through Djokovic. I, I, I overlooked Sinner. He's yeah. But Sinner's playing right now on a, and he needs a big clay, clay, clay victory right before French Open to get him ready. Yeah, he does. That dude is a bad, dangerous man. So we got the breakout. I was looking at the breakout performers of the year for me so far. Mm-hmm. Echeverry, I think, is one tricky customer. He's got Novak in this first round here. Arthur Fees, we just talked about a couple times. He's 18 year old. He's just a lot of athleticism, a lot of shot making. Plays smart. He's got some. His strokes aren't the a little bit abnormal. I would say a little unconventional. But I really like how he competes, and I like I love how he moves, especially on the red clay. I think that is um, where he's able to kind of w- win in these longer exchanges against these players. Where the, just the clay court points, the the way they're constructed is so much different than what we're just coming off these hard the, off the hard courts. It's like it's a different sport. And then I've got Alexander Shevchenko. Who um, he's if you haven't got to watch him, guys, tune into what this guy is doing. He is extremely fun to watch. Has a lot of game. Um, took out Casper Rude. He took out who else did he recently take out? Um, 
I just walked, but he, he ripped Casper Root on clay. I think it was last week. That was his big win. Yeah. Was, was it, am I missing one that he had? That was. I mean, he he's he's made some runs. We looked at it, but I I think yeah. that like Casper Root was definitely Casper's big one. Big one. And then I've got Arnaldi, this guy who's just come on the scene. It seems like now he's inside the top 100 for the first time in his career. 22 year old, and that point he took out Diego Schwartzman uh, yesterday, which was I, I think. Diego's washed, but still a good win on clay. And then Zhang Zhen. Oh, good shout. I, Zhang Zhen Zhen. Zhang Zhen Zhen. Yes, I forgot about... No, Zhen, I didn't forget Zhen. about you, Zhang. But that guy is... He is six foot four, powerful athlete. He's 26 years old. So for a breakout performer, like a guy that I haven't... That has kind of broken onto the scene in a way that it seems like he could be a top 30 or 40... I, I mean, I think he'd be top 30 player for sure. He just you don't see guys bloom that late in the game, but man, that guy is starting to put the pieces together a little bit um Aslan Karatsev esque if I if I must say. Yeah, I was gonna say Karatsev plus twenty eight when plus he was doing it. Sixty eight though. Oh, this week he's plus sixty eight. He's plus sixty eight. He was outside the top one hundred yeah. and he's like in the he's in the top yeah, so like forty or whatever. I think you're saying people that are just cracking in. So you got Chris um, yeah. Chris Eubanks, obviously. Yep. We've already talked about him a bunch, but it's a good shout out. But they like that Jajin Jen. No, that guy's got to be. I, I sh- he, he might he might be top. Yeah, you got to throw Karatsev in there, but you know how he gets. He could go right back to one ninety. Like what an incredible week he had to put him. Now he, he if he has another good week, he will go from outside the top one hundred to a chance to have a seed next to his name at Roland Garros. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. Calf I, muscles, Karatsev. <laughs> cool down, young fella. I'm telling you, Shoot. man. You get rid of the hydrogen. Yeah, you get rid of the. Hi- that's true. You get rid of that god awful merch. I called that. You, you did call that. I, guys, JP has I been a, a hydrogen hater since day one. When he, he doesn't him. want the skull. No, not not for Karatsev. Karatsev wears a white shirt. I don't. Like, I don't need tennis to be super on it. super classy when you're dressing, but it's like the skull fits, man. Like, what are we trying? We're not we're not a skateboarding sport out here. It's like, come exactly. on, exactly. What is that? It looks like uh, it looks like he should be on the half pipe. That's not like yeah, that's that, not Carrot Sev. No. Carrot Sev doesn't even know what a half pipe is. And skulls aren't edgy, dude. That's like 2005 Il Mitch. edgy. Il Mitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's t- hey, I got some I got some things I'm fired up about. Yeah. Let me take a quick break, real quick, and gather myself. <laughs> okay, breathe, breathe. <laughs> And we're back. In other breaking news, guys, I don't know if you guys had seen it on the interwebs. The Western and Southern Open, one of the best tournaments in the world. Hands down. Yeah. It could be leaving us in Cincinnati. Yep. And that I mean, is a tragedy. Tragedy. That is a tragedy. Tragedy. Why would you leave us, Ben Navarro? Yeah. It's a vulture capitalist. Like, taking the... the, the the tournament, it's like, well, right now as it stands, it's a. It seems to me, uh-huh. because if you read any, you of studied the, up on this. I'm, I'm listening. If you read anything, it's just we're working on, <laughs> we're, we're working on it, which means it's going because he's trying to get a like 130 million dollars from yep. the city to mm-hmm. back his own 130 million or whatever. And Charlotte has already released the drawings of how they would, how they would make it great. He's trying to expand to 96 draw. Those damn architects. But it's just, for me, as a person that like follows tennis, 125 years, you're just going to throw that all away. It's unfortunate and it's sad. And it's just like someone should talk to the ATP to save the tournament because yep. it's the longest-running tournament in the entire country that stayed in one city. 
and it's going to just go to Charlotte because some guy yeah. from Charlotte bought it. That's that. I mean, but, but Mason, it's your fault. You sold it to the guy. Exactly. Exactly. And, they, and I, I what'd you say? It generates eighty million dollars in revenue. Yeah, for, for the town. For the town. Supposedly. Is that for Warren County? You said, or for just the it's Mason city of Mason, city of Mason but is in Warren County. Okay. So, like, I mean, they they they're. They're, get, they're mathematicians out there that's saying that it, it, they're going to lose 80, 80 million I would in just, revenue. I, I guess he doesn't owe us anything because he's an owner and it's just like, that's just how it goes. But it's like, right. why do you want to take this other than the fact that, like, what is the main issue? So I originally, I tweeted out something that was, he's I looking, believe, inaccurate. He wants to keep all the options open. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So I think I tweeted out something that was inaccurate. I initially had heard from somebody that the, the reason why is because they're expanding into a, a, a the larger draw, the 96 draw. So they need to big build... A larger venue, they need more um, courts. They need, you know, all the things that come with having a, a one of the bigger Masters 1000s, which like we see in Indian Wells and um, Rome, all these other bigger draws. So I think the golf course is what I heard that was what was holding this back. You know, there's not enough land to, to kind of branch off and to expand upon, but I was informed by um, my boss that that's actually not the issue. There's 21 or something, 23, something like that, acres of land that are available to expand upon. And it just seems like you said, this guy is it's just pure money. It's yeah, a money. It's, it's a, a money. It's a shakedown. It's like, I want $130 million for you from you as a tax paying base. That'll help pay for me to make profit or it, my company, which let's just name names. It's, like, it's, you know, those names I'm, like, yeah, it's Ben Navarro uh, yep. and it's like it's a shakedown. They're yep. going to take they want one hundred thirty million dollars from the tax base yep. to help him to help him make money to help him make money. That's which that is great. Is, that's a that's a hell he of a spent two hundred fifty million dollars on the on the tournament. Right. So, I mean, it's it's going to increase it to a Masters 1000 to be similar in size to like what we're watching now yep. in right. Rome. And, but it's like. Do, just do it, dude. I, I, I don't do know it. if has Ben been to the the event? Has he has he seen the the like the 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 fans energy yeah. the 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 passion that is in the Midwest you for would this? Hope so it's like have you seen what kind of show we put on? There's two hundred thousand fans come in every single year. every single year. It's from every state. It's I mean yeah, it's outside of the city, so it's like it's a low maintenance tournament. These these players. Get in and get out of the facility. I mean, there's a huge tennis population in Cincinnati, like bigger than most cities by far. And it's just in a very centralized part of the country where you're like, there's people that I talk to every year from all over the country. There's people from all over the world that come, and it's, it just, it kind of just makes sense. It's like they go from here to New York or they go to Winston Salem if they lose early, and it's similar, very similar conditions. Our courts are very comparable, very fast, hard courts. Well, um, so you're gonna have one in Winston Salem and Charlotte in the same week now. Congrats! Well, that's great. Keep, yeah. Let's just, just put all the tennis tournaments in one town. It's a, it's a big bummer, or and especially as a, as a Cincinnatian born and raised, someone that has got has one of the. It's probably one of the top five reasons that I even work in tennis. Yeah. Right now is because I grew up going to this tournament, and I was heavily influenced my whole life by the memories that I had there. The the players that I've watched, the just that the feeling that I got walking through that those doors and through that through that venue and through that campus is just like it's it's what stuck with me and it's like always made working in tennis a very desirable thing for me. Well, and to me, is it's it, just like I, I know everybody that, it, that comes there is like loves. It's, the, it's, it's a vacation. It's like it feels like you're on vacation. It doesn't yeah. even feel like you don't even know where it's. 
I don't know. And well, that's it's a, intimate too. It is. And the, everybody, like you the practice so, courts, are, yeah. you're just watching, you're talking to the players, and it's just. I have a hard time believing you're going to invent or you're going to make and mop up a better place in, in 2025 that quickly. Well, hopefully they can, if they can move Toronto to Rally, then they could have Winston-Salem, Charlotte, and Rally all together. Like, yep. The one thing I would say, if the Western and Southern wants to make the viewer, the fan experience and the viewing the viewership a little bit better on the on the actual campus, <laughs> just build some stands on the practice courts above the baseline. This is the thing that at Indian Wells in Miami that I took advantage of the most is like the practice courts are loaded with stuff, but it's like it's hard to watch and enjoy a, the practices. From the ground level. Well, they committed like, and I know that they had committed already like twenty five million. I think they were going to do like a a rain court too, like make a rain court. Yep, that's yep. great. I'd be I'd be very curious to see where that where they think the money needs to go, and I'm I doubt that the practice courts are are very prioritized. But if you're if you if you want to help that exp- that that in person experience, I just think having the above the court. Oh, absolutely. Vantage point is it. so yeah, big. It's huge, and it's and that's why. At those Masters from Indian Wells and Miami Open, you could find me at those practice courts, as yeah, they, frequently as you can find. And me that'd match. be that'd be easy. Like that's just a quick right, fix. It is. You just do. Even it. if it's just just, just put run some the, bleachers, run the bleachers. Uh, something, anything, yeah, the whole way down. Anyway, so anyway, that's so that, that's, that's a, some sad. That could be some potentially sad that news. Be bummer. And people. obviously, Tennis Point um, has a a large presence at that event. Um, I don't know what that would what that would do for for that. And maybe it would do nothing. Maybe we just pick up our stuff to. And head to Charlotte, but that doesn't seems a little bit more Charlotte com- in August. complicated logistically than Charlotte in August. I mean, yeah, it's just like beautiful Christmas day. in July. Christmas in July. <laughs> oh man, well I hate to I hate to continue on the uh, <laughs> rant on the rants, but um, I was super excited to head down to Orlando, the USTA National Campus at Lake Nona, to support the action, the May Madness action. Did, did you check out that action for a chance to win the national title? And I'm just like college tennis which is a phenomenal product. It is one of the coolest ways to if you're one of, if if you're a casual fan or not a not a or not a tennis fan at all, the easiest way I think I can make you a tennis fan is to take you to a college dual match or the NCAA tournament. And I was just bummed because I'm going down there, find out that we are denied credentials to cover this event. And I'm like, I feel like we've when I say we like tennis point and pure tennis podcast have done a lot for college tennis as much as we Especially, can yeah, I and mean, I'm like, there's not that many people covering college tennis as it is. It's just not, uh, it's not out there. And they know that we can call them pathological on on the podcast and say this, like, you know, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, how? Ca- like, I, I don't. I'm not saying we're getting too big for our britches. Like, we we are. God, we, no. we know we're very young in the game, and we're but like, we get we give get, this man a credential. We get credentials for the freaking Indian Wells in Miami Especially Open, especially for NCAA. But we can't get them for NCAs. We, we go. Well, what are we? We go to mid level like we I watched Ohio State play Notre Dame this year. I, come on. I, come on. I'm like, what are you what are we doing? I'm like, I, we have coaches and players asking us when we're gonna get down there. I'm like, I would love to be down there the whole the whole duration, but it's like I can't even get access to take photos and videos because th- there's rights and like no one's even watching this stuff. No one's watching college tennis besides us. <laughs> we are keeping like, the coverage alive. We're keeping it yeah, I'm like Cracked, I mean, Cracked Rackets is doing a phenomenal job of, of yeah. holding up their end, and yeah. they do a great job of promoting the college tennis. But if you take Cracked Rackets out, no one's even talking no. about college tennis. No. I mean, so like they need all Not the people the- that they can get to do this, and they're going to tell me that. They, I'm like, and we're a partner. We're the presenting sponsor of the ITA 
rankings. The ITA summer circuit, and it's, I know that the ITA is not, that's, this is NCA and USTA thing, but it's like, why would you not accept people that are involved in the collegiate game? We talked to these players, we talked to the, we talked to the fans, the people that would be watching. We've captured that audience to, to a, a, an extent that I would think would have some weight. It's just like, what, what do you think we're going to do to, to, we're only going to put more eyeballs on your event. I, I just, NCAA is I'm fired not, up about not this right known now. historically to make good decisions. Jeez. No, in the no. in the short run, but they'll come around. Yeah, yeah. It's just like we got so many old heads that continue to do old things. heads is a nice way of saying. Yes, it. that's that, what it is. That continue to do the things in this traditional head. manner, in this traditional manner that hasn't grown tennis in the uh, in the collegiate and the platforms. product is good. I, the product is amazing. It's good. These play. There are 14 UTRs in the in the men's singles draw. Yeah. These guys are going to be pros. Let them be promoted, and maybe they'll get some NIL money, like funneled in, and channeled into their programs. Yeah. Oh, it's don't want like, that. No, you don't, don't hate don't, to see that happen because that, that doesn't. Yeah, I'm just like USTA and NCA. Please be Stop better. Being pathological. What are we doing? We're shooting ourselves in the foot. Is when in every. I just don't get. It. I mean, I get I get being canceled at the U.S. Open for content because all these, but whatever. Well, that's that's fine. Don't let us do it. But it's like at the national campus for the college college tennis. Like, don't you want the energy to be like out of this world? It's college. It's like college tennis. Let if we're gonna let any part of tennis breathe, it's gonna be May Madness. That's all I'm gonna say. How's your I, bracket? I, how's your bracket doing? My bracket's not doing as hot as I would like. All I right? called the Cornell upset. Yeah, you did. I you did. did call that. So I was looking at my rankings. I was like, I was looking for the Pure Tennis Podcast on the college tennis ranks. Um, Bracket bracketology rankings, and I'm like, oof, this maybe I shouldn't have put my name on there as pure tennis podcast. Now they're not going to take us as legit people. <laughs> but I will say, I did fill that bracket out. No, I'm not going to make excuses. That's no, I, I, I make it. Well, we we filled them out very quickly because on the, on I the fast. yeah. But I'm not going to say I was going to do any better if I filled it out slower. But I'm, I'm happy to say that mine's still intact. <laughs> I need to look at my updated rankings. I'm hoping that I, I'm hoping that this still intact. I'm hoping the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight will get me back in a in yeah. a better spot. But I did call Ohio State cruising. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Ohio State is, I mean, they, James Trotter, who's and playing like. dropped a point. He's 26 and 0. Yeah, he's a man. He's a man amongst boys. Fifth year senior having him. He literally is a man. <laughs> he <laughs> is. He's 48. He came back to win a team title, he said, he's and get it, it looks it looks like he's Michigan well looking, on his way to putting his, his part together. Michigan's looking good. Virginia, you still got your Virginia in there. Kentucky. Nice TCU, obviously. So I, we're, I have a chance to be all the right. The Texas Texas matchup didn't really turn into much. Four zero TCU, yeah. the frog. The frogs are loaded, man. Yeah. So guys, I want to talk about the individual um, championships as well, and I want to give you guys a few names for those of you guys that will be tuned into the streams to keep an eye on. Is these are the guys that I think for the men and the women that have the best chance to take home a title on the individual side. Are you ready for my list? Yes. On the men's side, we've got Elliot Spaziri, Texas Longhorn. He is a 14-plus UTR, which is unbelievable. I don't know if how UTR guys, how, how big you guys are in the UTR, That's but like large. that is large. He's like, a pro. For example, I mean, the, the, biggest, you, the biggest UTR you can get, the highest number you can get is in the 16s. That's which is where Novak and those guys <laughs> sit. But if you're a 14, you are you are a professional tennis player like, yeah you're good at tennis. for all yeah i mean you're you, you can go to the futures tour you can go to the play challengers and you can hold your own which is just like and, and so that's the type of player that you're getting at the top of these rankings 
I got Johannes Monday, who is ranked currently number two in the ITA rankings, the Tennessee Volunteer. I've got Ethan Quinn, who is at four, the Georgia Bulldog, a freshman, uh, was a top recruit in the country, just starting to really round into form, and I think this kid has a real chance to take home the title as a freshman. I got another freshman, Nishesh Besavredi. You've been talking about From him. Indiana. Yes. He took home the ITA Fall Nats title when I was out there in San Diego. Love watching this kid play. He is just, oh, his baseline game, his backhand, his, his return to serve. He's he's not even he's, he's physically not matured yet to where he'll he'll eventually get, and he's already a problem. And he's that kid is his so fun to watch. Is better than mine. His, his forehand. His forehand is better than mine. His backhand is not better than mine. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's better. so funny. It's not better. That's funny. No, Andrew Fenty, <laughs> the Michigan Wolverine, currently ranked number ten in the ITA rankings. Love watch Fenty's just such a fun guy to watch and easy to root for. Just a great dude. Um, fifth year as well. He's a guy that's going to pursue the, the, the professional tennis route when he concludes his career. And I think Fenty is just starting to play his best tennis, a big Technofiber guy. Um, I really would think – and then his, his, his actually his teammate as well, Andre Styler, who 6061 Ozon Bears from Michigan State, which was incredible because yeah. that's another top 50 player. Um, those two guys. And lastly, the junior Wimbledon champion, Michael Zhang um, from Columbia. That's another guy to watch out for. So – those are my men's side guys to keep an eye on. I think if I was a betting man, which I'm am not on college tennis, those would be one of my guys to take home the title. On the women's side, we've got North Carolina Tar Heel, Fiona Crawley, who's held the number one ranking, it feels like, for a decade. We've got Diana Schneider, who is a professional professional tennis player when she is not at North Carolina State. Um, she is the, the highest UTR by a pretty large margin. Um, Schneider has impressive results on the tour. Um, pushing, I think she's pushed, she's pushed Sakari and Bedosa in some tough matches recently. So she's starting to find her, her, her best and bring her best tennis to the college tennis uh, world. And I think that's this this could be where she breaks out on the scene. And I got the last three. I got Connie Ma from Stanford, Reese Brantmeyer, another Tar Heel, and Kylie Collins, LSU Tiger. So guys, if you guys are going to be tuning in to the NCAA tournament, those are some names to keep an eye on for. The action is going to be amazing. I mean, I just, the level is ridiculous. The team event is a little bit more exciting just because the the energy from the rest of your team being there and then the the, the school bringing their fans, it just creates a hell of an atmosphere. And um, I hope to get you at, at the next year's tournament. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And we're back. <laughs> All right, guys, shout out to Tennis Point for being our premier sponsor. want to shout out a couple of gear, pieces of equipment that are new to the market. One, the Pure Arrow Rafa new racket and bag. Uh, I actually just shot a commercial and I was using the Pure Rafa racket. I will say, I'm a Pure Arrow guy my whole life. The balance on this stick is different enough that it does not feel like... What do you mean this? Yeah, that one right there. I, I, it's a great racket, but I have to get used to the weight. Something with the weight, some people are going to love it, even they're going to like it more than the um, traditional arrow because it doesn't feel... It, it's actually... The the non um, I guess it's called the Shapiro Rafa the non origin version, it's actually lighter than the than this one. Yeah. But it does not feel any lighter. It almost feels heavier just because the way it's balanced. Super balanced. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how what the feedback is on this racket. But the bag, guys, this Rafa bag is beautiful, and it's the stand it's a self standing bag, uh, fully yeah, waterproof, cool, fully insulated. That's a cool thing. Babolat has the best bags. They do. And the next thing I want to talk about is another Babolat item, the Babolat Pure Drive ninety eight 
has now a complimentary string RPM Blast Blue. No way. A beautiful combo. Honestly, watching the Fabio match, I kind of like the 98 drive, too. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's just different. It is. And it's like, maybe I'll try that. You should. You should. I'm old. I need something. <laughs> I need some pop. <laughs> and last but not least, the Roland Garros collection. All the rackets in that awesome colorway that they do every year for the for the French Open. Shout out to Tennis Channel for doing an awesome promo on our on our rackets. Uh, shout out to Steve Wiseman. Did an amazing job on his promo. Andy Roddick was a little less enthused about the rackets, it looked like. But um, What no. was it, the blade? Did no, the blade they, they do, do all the, Yeah, they, yeah. Come, they, they give all their uh, rackets a, a paint job. The or, orange and white. And, and the, blue. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty sick. Andy, Andy Roddick was, was uh, he's a bad black guy, so I can't blame him. He's a pure drive guy. Yeah. So those are the, the items mm. that you guys should be checking into. Guys, pure we have a great demo eight. program at Tennis Point where you guys can demo any racket any that you racket. want. Five right? bucks. Yep. And and if you buy a racket, that money comes off the te- the sticker price yeah. from that racket. It's it's basically paid, you're demoing for free. Demoing for free. I I, I, I tell all these college players like in the off season if like if you weren't playing your best tennis and you're gonna have some some downtime to just try, like there's nothing wrong with just trying out some different strings, testing out some different if if you're a control racket tr- test out some other control frames like it's the technology it can, is so it changes so much that it it can alter the game a little bit. It it's, does. It's and enough. And why not like put. No offense, I know you love your old racket, that Prince Lightning from two, like like nineteen ninety. That's an uh, illegal word to say on this podcast, but by the like way. you can get yeah you can. I'm get just fired. saying, maybe throw it away. It's <laughs> a fireball offense. I'm just saying, maybe throw it away. Maybe throw it just, away. Just, oh. and try something else, <laughs> like that air bubble and Prince the, is dude. That air bubble's cool because that you know Nike Air made that. But Prince like Prince made hole, put, put holes in their racket. I'm like what, once once oh they started God. putting holes in their racket in the frame, I'm like the O threes. It's, it's a dog water. It's a, it's a weird looking. It is. I mean, a little background on that racket. <laughs> James Blake, we, he was on the podcast. Big, big fan of James. But, uh, <laughs> big fan of James. Let's go. They designed that racket for him. He used it for two weeks and went back to his old racket. Facts. Not trying to dog Not the Prince, trying to dog but, like, but that, they design. How ballsy. They design, <laughs> a whole company designs a racket for you, and you're like, yeah, nope. He gave it to John Isner. So John, John Isner could hit some serves with it. Oh, man. All right, guys. we got to conclude with our segment, sticky situations, <laughs> big people love it. They, so this this week, after going to some junior events in the past couple of weeks, and I've seen it a handful of times, the one thing with tennis is because it's such a polite environment around that if you have one rambunctious fan, yeah, the whole place can hear it, can hear that person. The energy changes. The energy changes, and that one fan ends up impacting the match because. There's just not, it's a mute audience around. You can feel it. So I was watching two girls compete in a heck of a battle um, in Indianapolis. And well, I won't even say the round it was in, but it was a very intense battle between two girls that are going to have a long career in Division One tennis. But I just love the parent that wants their kid to win so bad that they will start talking in like a manner that they, they want the opponent to hear them Absolutely. And to get in their opponent's head, I'm like, these girls are like 15 and 16 years old, and you got dads in their 40s or 50s like, you know, she, she, she's not ready for that. She's not – keep hitting into that. Keep hitting into the backhand. Right. Drop shot her. She's slow. Like I'm like, man, I'm like, so we want to keep tennis polite, but it's like then you let that one fan who's going to help get in the opponent's head because – 
they were able to be heard when they doubled the energy on against so you're against but so like here's the thing we always talk about how we love college tennis and how great the energy is when they're all yelling and screaming on every match and there's a crowd there but those people are like in college yes there's a difference when it's just like not quite at that level yet and you're just like the mom ganging up on like yes like the other kids i think the parents at junior tournaments Horrible. Are so cringy. They're like some, so like not horrible. not okay, not all of them, but like so, a lot, a lot of them. But like it's like what like eight out of ten. They take yeah, it's like they take this. <laughs> they, they think their kid, all their kids are gonna go pro, pro, pro tennis. Absolutely, they're all gonna play D one. Absolutely, in their heads, which which they're well, not. Well, this match determines whether they do it. Or exactly. Not. That's this why. Match, and yeah. and I love like when I'm watching high school tennis and like the the parent goes up to the coach like, go tell them this. Like he 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 needs to know this. I'm like. Oh my! And what Shut other and what other up. sport do you see this happening? Yeah. I was, yeah. I well, was, yeah. And then the thing with like the tennis players, we're all crazy. There's a a large portion of the the tennis population that has to deal with the cringe, and it's just like part of the game. Is it's you a just, lot of you parents. Bump, you bump into these cringy parents, cringy players, yep. and they start building them. They start building them at the junior ranks. So like this, <laughs> like this person. You become gonna, a. They, they 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 formulate these beasts by the time they're yeah by the time they're like forty yeah they're like the most intolerable person that you've ever come across. It's wild that these <laughs> and, 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 on the tennis and court. And the parents that are so dialed into like the UTR and and their rank and their kids ranking and all this other stuff. It's just like and it's the parents that are putting these long winded Facebook posts on their kids' tournament every other every week. Point. I'm just like putting these long. I'm like. That doesn't actually help your kid all that much. It probably just adds more pressure. We, we this this sticky situation went. It's we a went, sticky. So what? So uh, how do you ha- how sticky. do you handle it? How do you handle it? On the court, if I how were do you a, handle it? On the court, shut okay. up, mom. <laughs> on the court, that's a that's um, ah, that's tough. Because when they say this, you don't want it. I want it. Yeah. I want it. I like, want start it. Talking she doesn't want mom. it. I want it. I do yeah. want it. See, the, no, no, I give would, it to me. I, I want would, it. I would pay to see a, somebody. And at this particular match, I was watching. This this woman, she this girl, what, she's like sixteen or something. She's uh, not quite there. Where she's full, like ready to kind of full on board, take this on. But she was close. And when she gets to college, she is. You can just tell this girl is not going to be putting up with that type of stuff. And she's going to be that girl that that snaps back. Which I feel like you have to snap back, you, and you have every right to do it. So it's like either either let it sit there and fester, or you yep. just snap back. You snap back, and I, I think the parent would be so stunned that. They would, shut up, maybe. Yep, exactly. And if the and it because the um, I mean the chair or the, the the official shouldn't let there be banter between a parent and a, and a kid. Yeah. So, but it's just like it's wild. If I was an official, it's like you kind of got to go. It's like you can't be. I don't know. It's you turn it into like you can't turn it into a beef with the kid. Well, you're, you're a yeah. parent. Like this is a 15 year. It happens kid. at the pro level because there's videos of Kakanakis' dad yelling at someone and like guys like starts yelling at his dad. Yeah. And he's like, "That's my dad." It's like, "Well, tell your dad to shut up." Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your stupid dad to shut up. And you're getting there with with Benny now, starting to play oh, more of these tournaments. That you're horrible. gonna. I just I I have to walk out of the room because I just, which sucks because you want to watch your kid, but yep. just like, I have to leave because it's just like they're Lu- so annoying. And you're and you're also, but you're lucky that Benny is gonna be so doubt, he's so doubt into the moment and he he's does, so ice he cold. He's, he's a yeah. He's he's not even gonna be listening to these to these people. But Benny's ice cold because he doesn't listen to me either. So. <laughs> Hey Ben, like, are you gonna have a good match tonight, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, guys, we appreciate you guys for tuning in to another Pure Tennis podcast. We have a ton of fun talking to you guys and hearing from you guys. 
we promise that um, we love. I mean, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the podcast. And uh, sorry that we had a couple rants today, but yeah. some things need to be just put out yeah. for the people to hear. Happen. It happens. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon.